This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Right, the article. I mean, this is public information. You bought Beeple's piece for seven hundred seventy-seven thousand dollars, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, now that shit, my pants. That, that that is literally putting money, put, putting your mouth or mo- your money where your mouth is. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that kind of money is uh, insane. Yeah. Lost his mind. To, yeah, to the average person, that's a lot of yeah, fucking money, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. explain to us and like the audience like what was your mind in five four three two one what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the genius brain podcast i have edric here with me on the left footsie buddies hey man grip my toes with his toes that shit was a good grip bro <laughs> hey man <laughs> that feels so uncomfortable. It's like when somebody shakes your hand and they do that little finger thing. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> you, know, you know when they do this? Shake my hand. They go like this. Oh, no, Wait. No, I never got oh, that before, bro. You, you never had that? No. Oh, Who's doing that to you, bro? Dude, you ain't gay enough, bro. Oh, <laughs> You're not gay enough. Oh, man. Well, recently there has been a, a very interesting turn with mm. cryptocurrency and i don't know shit about it <laughs> well <laughs> cryptos and nfts nfts we're going to yes, go into that yeah, first yeah. like so obviously you know if you've been on reddit or, or anything else stocks cryptocurrency and now there's something called nfts that are involved so we actually brought somebody here that can explain to me because i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> so hey we're both new yeah. here you know? so why don't you introduce yourself to everybody what you do and basically what you're known for because i will Edric actually sent me an article about you. Right? Oh, for real? Yeah. I, I showed him I showed him the uh the remember I was telling you like uh I came across that that Beeple article. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, when when it like he was making those moves and then yeah, I showed Dave that and Dave was like, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was Wait, like, what the fuck is going did on? Did you see did you like send it at the time when it like recently happened or was this uh, not too long after. Okay. Yeah, yeah. not too long after. Gotcha, but then gotcha. but then I think like there was kind of a stream of articles that were coming out over a course of days, mm-hmm. you right, know, as right. it's as that information started to make its rounds and then people were kind of finding out for the first time like what NFTs are. And then even if they find out, they're like, what the fuck? I still, still don't, don't get it. Know. Yeah, I still don't <laughs> understand. So why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm Tim. Uh, I got into NFTs quite recently, actually. But in the past, I'd been in crypto. Um, this was back in 2016, before kind of like the bull run. Mm. And um, working at a bank at the time. I, um, But not like not exactly like proud of that i guess like (laughs) why uh i don't know there's a lot of shady shit that Uh, happens right right right? so um great old american finance system (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly and like but i love my job though like Mm -hmm. my my uh my boss and my my teammate he was it was was a good experience like really kind of like setting my foundation yeah and like software development 
and um oh the software development within the bank yeah, yeah i yeah. see oh, okay yeah okay. so so that goes because i remember you were telling me you were both a finance and computer science major yeah right yeah. in college mm -hmm. i see so yeah that's so it was like it a good like it. kind of like blend it's a very <laughs> specific job <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so i was kind of like making like like uh the like visualizations for like stock the stock trades and like oh, being able to create the database wow, and like okay. when you hit the exchanges and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. It was, it was so you're coding cool. all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I wasn't doing like the hard stuff. I was mm -hmm. doing mainly like the 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 UI and okay, kind of like okay. connecting it with the whole database team and mm -hmm. stuff. So yeah, it was a great experience. But I kind of like got into something that was the hedge of it in, mm -hmm. in a sense. Like right. I got into cryptocurrencies, which is kind yeah. of like the antithesis of like banks in right, a sense. Right. Um. I mean, if just because I want to break it down for people who don't know, which is I'm talking about myself right now. <laughs> but like, what exactly is crypto, right? Because, yeah. you know, I, I think we're at a position now where, especially now online, a lot of kids say things that they don't know what the fuck it exactly <laughs> is. And I happen to be one of those kids. What, so what is crypto exactly? Yeah. So, like, I think a lot of people currently think of it as like a stock, but it's a lot deeper than that. Like the fact that you can kind of like own it yourself is that's the kind of the the paradigm shift mm -hmm. because like um nobody nobody owns like the, right the, the network that decentralized that, yeah exactly that's the, the fact key that thing. it's decentralized and yeah. like using a traditional bank like they kind of you know how they have servers and stuff that they like you know keep all the records and everything and mm -hmm. um like a black swan event something can like come and just like destroy like i don't know the servers like banks get hacked too you know yeah like, right mm. but like cryptocurrency it can't really get hacked because of the nature of it right um so it's like it's basically like a ledger so like say one account owns 10 bitcoin and then another account owns 30 right mm -hmm. and then um but it's basically just recorded and then all every single computer that has has this database then they all share it. Right. And so like if if one computer says, Oh, this account that has ten has zero, but the rest of the rest of the network says it has ten, that's it's it's just not true because the rest of the, the network agrees that right. that's not true. Right. Mm. And so um and then back to the ownership point, like basically the the number that you have publicly, that's kind of like your you have like an address, like a wallet, right? And so um at at your wallet address your public address it'll say that has 10 but and then you have a private private address a private key mm -hmm. which you use to access it right right and if you lose that private key <laughs> you're you fucked. Are fucked. <laughs> it's like it's like a it's, 50 character code or something right like the, yeah, yeah so but there there are ways to really make it safe so it's like um yeah you get kind you kind of get like a like 24 words that you can use to recover it but the way that you really keep it safe is you copy that you like write it down right and then you give it to like your family member mm -hmm. who you know like will will you know you, you trust like with yeah. your life yeah don't lose that thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking from personal experience right but, but that's that's more so when people store it into like the wallets right these digital wallets where that code really comes into play if you're just trading on an exchange or you just leave yeah, the coins exactly. on those exchange you don't necessarily need that you just need your login information yeah exactly right? so it's like kind of like a mix between a like a i guess a bank and right. doing it yourself they kind of like have custody of your stuff yeah right? and so or um, you could also even do cold wallet right cold storage you yeah, can put yeah. it onto like a usb drive and then that way you just 
Oh, that's so sweet. Transfer it over <laughs> and you protect that shit with your yeah, life. Yeah, it's like, you know? who do you want to, who, who, like, do you want to, you know, kind of like have, own, like, have control over your own mm-hmm. funds or mm-hmm. do you, would you rather give it to some, some right. other entity, which that, is pros uh-huh. and cons for both. Right. The ironic you know? thing is, is like me hearing about people storing the cold storage at their deposit boxes at the banks. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like yeah. you're holding the cryptocurrency at a traditional, you know, institution. But mm. yeah, um, I think that's kind of like one thing to really distinguish though is is like between exchanges and wallets, yeah. right? Of, of like how you hold and how you own and how you trade cryptocurrencies. Yeah, for sure. And in the US, like the Coinbase is pretty nice because if they get hacked, they actually insure, I think it's like $250,000. Right, right. Oh, wow. Just like the so, FDIC insurance. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So yeah. it's like... Um, so if you're if you have money within that range, maybe it's okay. Maybe, but like I personally... I like the idea of kind of like taking ownership of for yourself. And I think mm-hmm. it's a really cool experience. Mm. So maybe even like just with like a hundred bucks, like mm-hmm. it'd be cool to just kind of say, oh, like this is like the key to a hundred bucks. And mm. then, you know, and then that, that feeling is, is different. Than- so, so did you, so did you make uh, like your living off of cryptocurrency as of right now? Is that what you do? Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's, that is the case, I think, because like, I, I was working at a bank, but mm-hmm. I put like, I had like $8,000 in savings mm-hmm. and I just threw it in. Everything into it. Yeah. And I also, I also took out a loan, which is, I do not, like, wow. do not recommend. Wow. But, like, you, it was, just, wow. You, you were that gung-ho about the crypto movement yeah. to the point where you were willing to take out a loan. Yeah. What was the amount loan? of this loan? It was like 12000 12, So like in my head, I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm saving like 8000 like in around a year. So mm-hmm. like if, if I take out this loan... And I currently like my job and like what I'm learning and like what I'm doing. Mm. If I take out a loan and I lose it all, then another year of work is maybe not too bad. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I took out mm. that loan. It wasn't it wasn't a huge loan. It wasn't yeah, like a hundred thousand right, dollars. Right, like, right. Take out a mortgage. I do have a friend who took out a mortgage and I was like, bro, Holy you're crazy. Yeah. You but, crazy. But you crazy yeah. then. Now it's like but, you crazy rich, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And I've just been fortunate that, you know, crypto really went up and I've just kind of been sitting on it, been able to quit my job and mm-hmm. work on my own passions and develop mm-hmm. the own things that I wanted wanted to do. So, so when people get into crypto, right? Like in, in terms of like making a living, do you have to sell that crypto in order to, to use like current currency? right now right is, yeah is that was yeah. going on so like basically i never really tra- i tried trading once at work mm-hmm. like like you're, you're, like i'm supposed to be working but yeah. i was like on the exchange like <laughs> yeah, trying to right. trade yeah and like it was just so much anxiety and i was like up and down like just like For falling sure. the quick swings and i was like all right like yeah and, and it was like my my page was up and then like people were walking by yeah. and i'm just like all right like i should not be doing this i'm done like <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing this again well the scary thing though about trading in crypto too is that the market's 24 hours that's the shit man that's yeah, the, that's what scary. gives you anxiety right with the stock yeah. market you have your your set hours and that's it yeah. weekends are closed Crypto exchanges open 24 hours, 365, seven days a week. Yeah. And so like these movements can happen while you're sleeping. And so I, I know what that anxiety feels like. Cause when I first started trading crypto too, yeah. while I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming about this shit, you know, <laughs> I'm like dreaming about these swings Nightmares. happening. Yeah. You got like a big yeah, Bitcoin dude. like right. rolling and you're yeah. just like running away from it. Yeah. So I'd like wake up yeah. and like, oh shit, let me check my phone. I'm like, okay, nothing really is going on, you yeah. know? So it, it's... There's kind of like that learning process of like to try to disconnect yourself from those hours that you need to spend time resting or yeah. eating or whatever. 
but it's hard it's it's very mm. easy to get consumed and sucked into that action yeah for sure and that's why i i recommend just kind of like thinking in like a long-term outlook you know right just like just finding something that you believe can actually impact the world in a mm. sense and then just try to get in at the lowest price you can or just like you know accumulate and then just forget about it okay so let me ask you this then at the beginning what was the sole reason like the primary reason that you thought okay this is definitely going to be the future so much so that yes you know it's not a huge loan but i'm still willing to you know risk money that i don't have pay interest on it to to bet on this yeah yeah it's this this is the the fun part Mm -hmm. i think like i think it's it's really important for the world um and what really so basically i put all my money into ethereum i never actually really touched bitcoin unless i needed to okay and it was really ethereum because bitcoin was cool in that like um you it's kind of like circumvents any it's like a global money Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's like hard money Mm -hmm. it's it it you can send a transaction to someone across the country within minutes and you know make an exchange right and that that was the cool thing about bitcoin to me mm-hmm. but that's all bitcoin can really do is just you can just send money to each other yeah. right but ethereum it was just mind blowing to me because not only can you just at you know at in, going back to the ledger going at an address that says okay you have 10 bitcoin instead of that at an address you can say you can put a piece of code and so you can this code you can like send 20 ether and then say this account will hold it for 15 days and then send it somewhere else oh wow yeah so so like i didn't know ethereum could do that so yeah. you, you can basically put in kind of like a, a trigger order of like okay after x amount of days then send it to somewhere else yeah you, all in it's one literally one go. you can code so, like anything wow okay so it's like it's not only is it just a like a cryptocurrency but it's a distributed computer in a sense because that's all a computer is doing it just like kind of like executes logic mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so like not not only just holding money but you can send data like really easy just using code you can say with 20 20 ether you can say hello or like send a message <laughs> you know like and then it'll sit there and then maybe like send the message somewhere else uh-huh. or or something you know it's uh-huh. um it's just like taking big it's like bitcoin on crack right. bitcoin is really like just a very nice intro into mm-hmm. a way that you can see how like money can go across mm-hmm. borders but like um the future is this this global computer mm. yeah yeah so so this where does the transition from like bitcoin to nft comes in right so well, yeah, first of all yeah. how, how about you explain <clears throat> what the fuck is nft <laughs> yeah yeah and so i've been waiting like i've been in crypto and like when i got into ethereum i was i was really excited for kind of like the implications that it had for the world mm-hmm. um but at the time in 2017 when you know a lot of other coins were popping up it was really exciting and then it crashed um a lot of the it, a lot of the like stuff that was built at that time using ethereum was yeah. just not ready mm. um so and then like also the entire world thought it was a scam right because right. there you know there were like kind of like shady things being being happening with with bitcoin like the hacks know, happening on the exchanges too the hacks yeah and just, there's just so so much shit that that happened that was kind of like oh it's like too it, it, 
it's too scary, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so this podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends. You guys already know I've been using Skillshare for everything that I need when it comes to learning a skill that I want to either improve on or just learn in general. Right now, I'm taking a course called Productivity for Creatives. And by the way, this is just a specific course that I'm taking. They have a bunch of courses for everything. I know a lot of people are into video right now or even writing. There's... oh. Let me tell you something. The Adobe Premiere tutorials on here have saved my ass, specifically when it comes to editing. Skillshare, my friends, just to give you guys a little bit more specificity, is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning, with so much more to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Now, my genius brain listeners, explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash brain and get a free trial of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash brain. Once again, that's Skillshare.com slash brain. And NFTs have, it's been around for a while, but um, I didn't quite realize it until recently because of art. Right, right. Um, and that was the most interesting thing. That's what caught my attention. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm a huge fan of just art, you know, any medium of art in general. Yeah. And NFT stands for what? NFT stands for non-fungible token. So an NFT, so think, you, you know how a Bitcoin can be divisible? Yeah. Right? Um, a non-fungible token, an NFT, is, represents just a single unit. So you can't really, you can't divide it. So what it kind of works as is like a single representation of of an asset that you can own. Right. So it's kind of like that yeah. one of one or like one of five, two of five, three of five marking on that to make it like so that you know that that is a legit piece and it's from this creator or from this collection or this artist or whatever. Exactly. It's oh, a digital mm-hmm. signature. It's so a, to speak. Exactly. It's a yeah. digital certificate like it's a it's like a certificate of authenticity that Mm. like you own and you can transfer it to someone else you know it's like yeah and that makes oh i can kind of see that so that's kind of dope because with a lot of like these one of like for example like these artworks right these are prints right Mm -hmm. and there's like a number it's 46 out of 50 Mm -hmm. well a lot of people can go ahead and just write this same shit with the same handwriting and be like what are you talking i have the 46 (laughs) yeah who's to say what so mm-hmm. I guess like with this, because it's digital, there's, there's like a specific code for it then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So like, imagine if every single art piece came with an NFT that said that it came from the, the artist, you know? Mm-hmm. So what an, art, what an artist can do is they create the NFT, they mint it, um, and then they sell it or they can give it away or, or whatever, right? And so like within the, the ledger of... Because every everything that happens is kind of recorded in history, so mm. so and it's permanent, like because it, it just can't get taken down because like the whole network is is running it. So it's it's you know it's trustworthy, and so the artist can create maybe just one copy or five copies, and then you'll see that their address that they're the they're the rightful creator, you know, because they've proven that this this is me, right, right, mm. right, and then they can transfer it to someone else, and then. And then you you transfer own it. ownership, basically. yeah. Transfer ownership, yeah. and then you can base you, you basically have proof that like proof forever. This is the OG. That this is authentic. Authentic. Yeah. How, how do you create an NFT token? Like, how does that work? Um, there's platforms where they kind of make it easy, so you can just like upload something, 
and, and then, then, then they'll create one for you yeah oh okay i mm-hmm. thought you had to code yourself I'm like, fuck. <laughs> i was like fuck that dude. <laughs> no, so like i remember um back in like 2017 uh when i was like looking at other crypto projects right one of them was v chain and like mm. one of v chain's goals possible like goals that they had on the list was to authenticate luxury goods mm-hmm. and they wanted to do that for like let's say louis vuitton purses like mm-hmm. gucci items and, and basically using blockchain technology mm-hmm. putting it on like a hard piece of paper or something with that code on there mm-hmm. to verify this is authentic because you know there's so much counterfeit goods yeah, for exactly. that type of stuff so at that time i was like oh shit that's a real like good uh use case scenario where it would work for that type of stuff and then so like when i learned about nfts it was it kind of connected in that sense for me yeah. i was like it's just that but digital you know yeah. they're keeping it digital whereas with the v chain idea it was like taking digital and still making it something physical mm-hmm. where like you can scan it to to verify but then this is like all online mm-hmm. and then it started really blowing my mind because i'm like dude there can be a real uh shift into just like digital art all these art collectors that are out there who collect these like tangible art has always been about tangible goods right Mm -hmm. like i'm buying this collector's item because one it's rare and two i can hold it i can display it i can because that's what it is right like Mm -hmm. art i mean there are people who appreciate art for what it is and what artists do but let's be real man like within the art collecting world it's a flex game you know what i mean Mm. It like showcasing a piece that you have at your home that costs five million dollars that might be the only one that exists is a flexing right you're you're, you're flexing on it so like mm-hmm. for me i feel like with nfts once people can kind of figure out like how you can flex with that that's when it becomes like really mainstream right because mm-hmm. right now as much as it's like traction as it's gotten i feel like it's still early in the game very early in the game and like mm-hmm. what it can become and what it might eventually be down the line and even in the near future we have still yet to see that yeah because because like i i don't know you you can chime in here but like when i see all of these uh nfts that are on these uh marketplaces now i I guess that's what you would call it right nft marketplaces Mm -hmm. yeah i i see some of them bringing in artists that are um known and credible Mm -hmm. and then you just have random artists yeah and then so it's like, well, how do you really place value on these pieces, right? Like what, what's not to say right now that this is just a bubble that's forming, right? Everybody mm-hmm. just caught up in the hype, right? And, and now it's like, this is the new shit. This is what's cool. This is what's hype right now. And so anything and everything goes, you right. know? And, and like value can be super inflated. Mm-hmm. Like what, what, what's your take on that? Yeah, so in terms of the marketplace being kind of like just flooded, mm-hmm. um, that is kind of currently an issue right now because the the way to kind of fix that is like curation. You know, there mm. there can be respected people who are good at curating like right. what good art is. Um, and so yeah, the, the platforms are kind of like really starting to starting to develop still. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but the the reason i was just so excited about nfts was because before digital art was not really respected yes at all (laughs) right it's like um 
you know, there there are digital artists who spend so much time and they make a beautiful piece mm-hmm. and then they just upload it to Instagram. Right. And it just right? shared everywhere. Yeah. And so like the value that they get for for doing that is maybe some some followers. Right. And if they, you know, if they really put put good effort into it and start getting a following, that maybe they'll end up with like client work, you mm-hmm. know? Or sell prints, right? Yeah, or sell prints. Um but it's changing now and like the traditional art industry like traditional artists they their their hustle is kind of they they're able to create a piece and then pe- they can they can go to a gallery and people will sell it because they can they can own it mm. but in the past you like there you, you couldn't even fathom like owning a a, a freaking jpeg right, you know? right. And like, why would you want to because like exactly, you, you just right. find it anywhere yeah why once it's up in the internet mm-hmm. it exists there forever yeah you like know? people people usually say like oh i can just copy paste it like mm-hmm. so so what's the big deal yeah what's the value in it exactly like what what right. yeah but the value is that like when the, when an artist creates an nft they can say that i've only made one authentic copy that i would right. like to sell right or five or something. And so when you buy that NFT, yeah, like anybody can copy and paste it. And that's actually a good thing because that kind of like creates more visibility yeah. for the piece. Yeah. But anyone who copies and pastes it, they don't own the NFT. So they don't they can't resell they can't sell a JPEG on right. they can sell the NFT. Right. So oh, because yeah. there's a marketplace they can actually buy and and resell so it, this it, token. Yeah. So what it's doing is like it's giving like definitive value to the original exactly. artwork. Exactly. 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 Oh, wow. You can you can have mm-hmm. a bunch of Mona Lisa replicas, you know, yeah, yeah, and it but, can look real mm-hmm. and it can seem like the real thing, but there's only one authentic one and it's in a museum, mm-hmm. right? They're able to verify that. Just like that, it's like, yeah, you can have millions of of it be uh of like an image be reproduced an art piece be reproduced there's only gonna be one authentic piece i wonder if Mm -hmm. like companies like dreamworks and disney are going to start creating nfts for like the original i think it's i I wouldn't be surprised i think it's like they haven't already done they're probably talking about it yeah yeah Yeah. right now i think it's inevitable because there's dollars and cents in it yeah because before (laughs) even now like like in in sacramento in, in um there's like this curator of old disney art right and this is like the original artwork that, you know, whoever created, who the fuck, I don't know who created Mickey Mouse, but that fuck. The fuck that created Mickey Mouse, right? Like he has like these little scribble scrabbles or some shit, right? Uh-huh. And they're selling that shit for 10,000, 12,000, 15,000, 20,000 a piece. Mm-hmm. So essentially too, it's like, well, now I'm thinking, well, why can't they do that for Moana? It's like, this was the first digital completion of it. Here's the exactly. NFT for it. Yep. Exactly. And, it, and it's happening. Like there are artists in the space who have done like actual work for, you know, their, their comic artists for, for Marvel. And that's, that's, you know, how they kind of were part of, part of Marvel. And they're come as the, the as the artists, they're actually creating new artworks that are like superhero themes, basically superheroes, and they they can they can sell their work, mm-hmm. and people want it because they're the they're the artists for it, you know. Yeah. And so, even the the what what's most exciting for me is not for these big companies to kind of come in and yeah, and yeah. sell their sell their IP in, yeah. in this way because like they already have money, mm-hmm. you know. To me, and it's like artists are the ones who've been shafted for sure. Yeah. Throughout history. Throughout history. Yeah. 
and um you know people a lot of a lot of digital artists mainly do client work and they kind of make things for someone else like maybe microsoft or snapchat or, or whatever mm-hmm. and they don't they don't own any rights you know mm-hmm. they, they basically get paid like an average wage or you know the 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 cost of the the contract and then that's it and then they they basically sell their sell their work to them right and then they use it however they like right yeah. but never has there been a time where an artist can make what they love like without any kind of like other influence just like something that they really love something that would be in their personal personal projects folder not their client client folder mm. and sell it yeah no i for you know, sure. it's it's mm. it's beautiful like for that. sure it is it is yeah. and and i think a good like connector to to that idea is look at how graphic artists like uh graphic designers are treated in like the corporate world right they're always getting lowballed always you know mm-hmm. trying to be like the, the people who are trying to uh, contract them or hire them is like oh you know it'll give you exposure trying not to pay for it because yeah. like you just said creators artists have always been shafted they always get the shit end of the stick because a lot of the people uh, actually i don't want to say a lot of the people uh, there's a, a good chunk of people who don't understand that creative process don't have a creative inclination who can't understand like the work that goes into that you know what i mean mm. it's not like accounting where it's like math and numbers because it exists in the abstract it's not concrete mm. and then so like they don't understand it and as a result of being ignorant of it they don't respect it mm. by nature uh, and see, so the, all, that ties all to yeah. the value of it right yeah, yeah. guys so many times man like so many instances where like yeah, the businessmen are always trying to basically cheap out on the artist or take advantage of it. Yeah. Because their work is like not work, you know? Because I'm also thinking now, like, how cool would it be for like an artist who, like, for example, like you have like a hundreds thing, right? So let's say there was a, a, this specific graphic designer that created that bomb, right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, you could use it to print all this other stuff, but I had the NFT for the actual first digital artwork before it was there. Yeah. So it's like, cool, like I got paid for this work. It's great. We have a working relationship, but I still have the ownership of this. Put it on your sweaters, whatever. Yeah. Right. So he gets to still keep the value of his artwork here, mm-hmm. which is really dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? it is. It's, it's really it is. cool. And like, actually what's even, what's what's really dope is that within these NFTs, you can actually code a ro- like royalties. Oh really? Yeah. So like when another when someone when it, when it switches resold, when it switches hands, then you get a within piece. the contract. That's it sick. can say that twenty percent goes to the original that's artist. Sick. That's sick. Yeah. Wow. So that's, so that's like, pretty so cool. Artists yeah. can now get like perpetual income from right. their work in the future, even that's, it's out of their hands. Dude, that's fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy. It's yeah. like it's how the world should be. Right. You know. And that's fucking insane. What this reminds me of is like kind of technology uh cultivating like um artists to be like recording music artists to Mm -hmm. be more independent like cultivating that culture that independent Mm -hmm. culture because once it got to the point where like yeah you know you can buy a little setup for a few hundred bucks and record at home now you can mix this shit you could produce this shit you could write this shit all on your own Mm -hmm. you don't need to go and pay for studio time or go to look for major labels to, to sign a deal and that gave artists so much more power to to like express take ownership of their art and to put it out like also not having technology just uh, cater to like the recording process but also the distribution process right 
You could upload it onto SoundCloud. You could upload it onto Spotify, onto mm-hmm. YouTube. You could put it all out there and basically have full ownership of ownership of it, get all the the revenue from it, and not have to basically cave into what the labels might want you to do, or even worse, getting signed to a shitty deal and then doing what the labels yeah. want you to do. You know, yeah. some some artists have you know sold their soul away. Yeah, you know, yeah, it sucks. Like, right, and this is what it reminds me of is like that type of freedom. You know, mm-hmm. but then on like obviously a much bigger scale because it doesn't just pertain to music artists like it music hasn't even really touched this yet they right? have oh it, it yeah people are already starting to go into that now yeah yeah actually uh-huh. um how, yeah how fascinating it's like let's say like bruno mars comes out and he goes well i made this specific track but there's only 50 copies of this yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and only fifty people can have it. That's yeah, it. and they're like be people who really are true fans of Bruno Mars. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. they want to collect it because they they love Bruno Mars, right? And, and there are other there are more fans than fifty that might want it as well. So by by you know by buying that one of the copies, you could probably resell it to someone. Yeah, and how and so it upholds value. And I could even see people doing that and even holding like musical art galleries. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. well, you there's only 50 copies of this, so I'm going to rent out this copy over here, and we're going to have this event, and then you get to hear all these hidden tracks that nobody else can hear because there's only 50 copies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that person would have to pay something to rent out that music. That'd be fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, speaking of Bobby Hundreds, he he actually minted the the bomb emoji uh-huh. on one of the platforms. Uh huh. And I, I I bought that. This is Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love the hundreds uh-huh. and yeah, it's like so I, I got that piece. Uh-huh. And so it's just literally an emoji. Yeah. I, and like I bought an emoji. Like, <laughs> I bought an emoji. But like to to me it has value because mm-hmm. it's just iconic of the brand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I could probably sell it to someone. Right. Who, who who thinks this who thinks this is cool? Okay. Know? So now let's let's speaking of that of buying pieces, let's <clears throat> let's get to the big thing, right? The article. I mean, this is public information. You bought Beeple's piece for seven hundred seventy-seven thousand dollars, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, now that shit my pants. That, that that is literally putting money put putting your mouth or mo- your money where your mouth is. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's like that kind of money is uh, insane. Yeah. Lost his mind. yeah, to the average person, that's a lot of yeah, fucking money, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. explain to us and like the audience, like what was your mindset behind that? Of yeah. like, this is worth it for me to to pony up this amount of money yeah. in order to... I don't, I don't know, like, I don't want to say make a point, but, like, to, to really drive this movement. Yeah, Right? Yeah. Like, what was, what was your mindset behind that? Yeah, like, um, so, Beeple, he is, he is a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, as a background, he is, his name is Mike Winkleman, and he's known for... A.K.A. Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's known for creating a piece of art every single day for 13 years without fail. Crazy dude to have the God. discipline to do that. Damn. Yeah. So if you go That's to so his, if, yeah, if you go to his Instagram, like, if you want to, like, you know, check every single day, he has not failed. Like he he has committed himself to the to his craft and dedicated himself to learning. Well, I feel like shit now. But yeah, like, but to artists, to a lot of like artists, that was it's just he's just such an inspiration, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um people that actually know about him don't know that he has done a lot of work outside of that he does like crazy dope animations 
and him and um, Fig, um, they actually had done the visuals for the Super Bowl. Right. You right. know, like so, so. Just quick background: Figgy is the friend that I told you about. Who? Oh. They're, they're the possible. Okay. Yeah. Possible productions. Yeah. Possible productions. They basically do. He combines basically art and technology. Okay. Right. And so all of those visuals that you see at like these concerts, at these events, let's say like the Grammys, you know, the yeah. Super Bowl, right? And then so Beeple was basically doing contract work with them with with possible for these visuals. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So so he's legit, you know? And um but even as someone who's been doing like legit work, like basically like if you've been to a concert before, mm-hmm. Um, or you know, like EDM festivals, you have seen his stuff, right? But I didn't know about him, right? I didn't know that was him, mm-hmm. you know. Like, um, and artists aren't really getting the kind of like the recognition that they they deserve, both both recognition and the monetary right. know, compensation, making, you know, making a good you know? livelihood from it. Yeah, yeah, and like what I realized was that NFTs was the way to liberate artists. Mm. And creativity mm-hmm. you know because now artists can make a living for themselves and do, doing what they love it's just never like like this before you know it's never been like this and and so he had reached out and showed me what he was working on i was like oh snap yeah like this, this is sick and he showed me it was like this this box he created this box mm-hmm. with this acrylic um, frame mm-hmm. which is by infinity objects but mm-hmm. he kind of he he kind of customized it and it was his digital art piece and kind of like animated in this box wow and okay. like he you know also attached a qr code to it so basically you can when you go to it it will go to the blockchain and then you can verify it's authentic what i was talking about earlier about like verifying luxury goods kind yeah, of the same exactly. idea right exactly yeah and so like this guy he actually had done like a, a sale before, but like the fact that he made so much money just blew his mind. He's like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> I know. yeah, like he made what four mil over like a weekend or something. Yeah, what, what yeah. So actually, so he did like a drop before beforehand. Yeah. So he sold two pieces for like sixty six k. Uh huh. Um, and then sold like a hundred um pieces for a dollar each. Uh huh. And those pieces. At the, when I when I saw it, yeah, they were reselling for like two thousand, three thousand. Holy shit! Wow. And and he, he, he had, sold it for a dollar. Did he have? And he put his little NFT thing. He had he yeah, verified yeah, it. Yeah, each one is an NFT basically. Holy shit! And yeah. so every time it resold, he got a. Holy fucking so he's, shit! It's been it's been switching hands like crazy. Right, but but it's like more and more because it's reselling for two thousand dollars, and now yeah. you're getting twenty percent of two thousand dollars, and then twenty yeah. percent of four thousand dollars, and ten thousand dollars. Exactly. So as and long as the value's there, it's like that residual keeps coming. That's fucking exactly. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so like when I saw it, and at the same time that he had reached out, it mm-hmm. was three thousand dollars, and I just like immediately bought one. I was like this guy is legit yeah yeah and like at the time that that was that that was a lot of money mm-hmm. and he showed That's me a lot of money was... at any time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so wait when had... was this when when was this that happened in november in november yeah. okay 2020 and just to just to just put it out there these mm-hmm. same pieces yeah i think the last sale was like two hundred thousand dollars oh for a one dollar piece Damn. People are buying it for 200, 200 My mind is fucking blowing. <laughs> like, what is going on? And man? he, like, every time that switches hands, he's yeah. making, like, I think 10% or something like My that. My okay. parents told me that being an artist would make me poor. 
I think I think Dude, every Asian I, parent. I think that was true back then. But, yeah, you know, yeah, like back my then, parents don't know shit. <laughs> you don't know shit. <laughs> I was drawing and doodling <laughs> my whole hey, life, and they're like, hey. "This right here is for poor people." David, <laughs> you don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was so good at doodling. <laughs> I'm so upset right now, dude. Uh, you know what I love about this too? Fucking specifically 2D art, right? Anime artists. They make shit. Yeah, exactly. They make nothing. Exactly. Like it's so disappointing, right? Because I love 2D animation. Yeah. Like I, I I appreciate where 3D animation is going. It's super beautiful, but there's like a, an artistry to 2D animation that is dying because they can't make money. Yeah. And it kills me to watch it. I watched the whole doc watching these fucking anime uh artists, right? creating some of the art that I really, really love and they're barely getting by and they're working fucking like 24 hours every day, Serious, sleeping man. maybe a second a day. Yeah. And they look insane. They look yeah. disgusting, <laughs> you know? Especially within like Japanese work culture. Right? Yeah. It's mm. so intense. Do you, you have know? any idea how many white people would buy those fucking mangas? <laughs> they would be reselling. Hey, to be fair now, any ethnic group, like, yeah. because manga is like, I mean, anime has gone mainstream I'm sorry, who spend money on it. That'd yeah. be fucking... <laughs> but sh this shit's going to change though. It's, yeah. it's going to change. Yeah. And, you know, the reason that I... So going into that auction... Um, I did not intend on winning that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wanted to support this guy because mm -hmm. I thought like he could really stand for something. Like because I'm just drive the price up for you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, and like basically going back to the box, what he did was really blend the entire spectrum of the NFT and a physical collectible. Because mm. NFTs right. aren't really they had they had been around. And same thing with kind of like pairing a physical and an NFT. Mm -hmm. It's 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 been around. Mm -hmm. But the way that he did it at his caliber was just like on another level mm. you know and no one's really done something like this before yeah and you bought that shit for how much for dollars, man yeah so um i didn't intend on it though um but your heart said yes yeah no, like, <laughs> exactly man exactly yeah. and like um i i when when i put the bid in like the bid before was 300 like 30 or something and I had goddamn yeah. Damn, so you jumped the three hundred thirty thousand bid to to seven hundred seventy seven thousand. I don't really yeah. So like I I even texted him. I was like, hey man, like th this is my this is my cap. Like yeah, I'm out. Like yeah. he's like you know I, dude like thank you so much. Like I appreciate you and yeah. because this is crazy to him yeah, it's, too. It's crazy you know? to everybody, yeah, it's, bro. Yeah, it's crazy and I'm just to like, everybody. And like I was sitting there watching the timer. Uh -huh. Like dang. I guess, I guess that's it. And mm -hmm. I the, the thing is, I wanted to buy a different piece. So mm -hmm. there were like 20 different auctions. Okay. They were going for like 100 grand each. Mm. Just like absolutely crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like it was literally breaking records. Yeah. Um, And I wanted one of the pieces and I couldn't put my bid in. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I when you put cents and yeah. like when you add cents to it, uh -huh. sometimes it just doesn't go through. I was oh, trying to put hell? 69 cents. <laughs> 69, 69, 69. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just wouldn't go through and i'm uh -huh. like oh damn and, and i'm i couldn't put my bid in and i'm uh, like oh man and you so lost I, it yeah oh. and, it's, and and i reached out i was like hey man i think the website shafted me but yo good luck man this is crazy yeah you know so it was and, a tilt bid in a sense and i didn't have that like that i didn't have that much money in my account actually and mm -hmm. then he was like oh and i didn't tell him this but i yeah. just told him that the website shafted me but he was like no worries man like let, let me let, like i could get you on the white list i yeah. was like what's the white list yeah and then, like, he connected me to the founder, and he's like, yup, you're whitelisted for 1.5 million. I'm like, holy shit. Thank you. <laughs> but 
<laughs> I'm probably not going to use it. Yeah. Like, but yeah. like, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, what, what does whitelist mean? Basically, you could put in a bid without the money in your account. Yeah. Oh, and I was like... It's like a marker. You know? yeah. yeah. And like, he didn't even like screen me either. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't really put myself out there publicly. He yeah, just like yeah. did it for me. I was like... Right. All right, cool. I mean, if the if the the prime you know guy, the star of the show, is vouching for you, right? The guy probably thinks, yeah, he's you know he's probably good for it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. True. Um, so it was at like three hundred thirty three, and like the timer was running down. I didn't even like see the timer. Mm-hmm. I was just like looking at the buy page with, with the timer, and the timer wasn't there. Yeah. And I, and I put the bid in. I was just like, do I do this? And you're I didn't... looking at the box with seven 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 zero zero zero. Do I click? Yeah, place and bid? it's like my, it was like way above my threshold. Yeah, and I was just like, "What?" And I really had no idea what was going on in mm-hmm. my head. Mm-hmm. I just, I just decided to click it. Uh huh. And apparently, it was the very last second. Oh, and then it reset the timer to five minutes. And then like, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, everybody oh, was like, sh- fuck this. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, what, what did I just do? That'd be uh-huh. so funny if you just put in like 335 and everybody's like, this is too much. It was basically between me and this other guy. So I, nobody else was really bidding, but yeah. like, um, the thing is also people were kind of like expecting it to be over one mil. Mm-hmm. So I thought like that would have been, yeah, that somebody else kind would of come like, in. Yeah, I thought I thought I would have been outbid anyways, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Fuck it." Yeah, and then um, and then I won, and then I texted him like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> like, you like, made me a very so, rich man. Dude, that's so funny <laughs> that even you yourself were thinking, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, and he was like, "What the fuck?" And like the only thing we could both think was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And like, um, it took a little bit of time for me to realize what I did yeah. because like, I really did want to validate this space mm-hmm. because like, I saw how art again is the medium to communicate mm. something mm-hmm. like just be the new Renaissance. And yeah. this, like, this is even more important than any other, like it not, really not is. any other, but like, you know, it's super, super important. In our lifetime anyway. Yeah. 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 Because it's liberating people across the globe. Right. To, like artists in like Kenya can just make a dope piece, right. sell it, and make like money. That this is literally happening. There are mm-hmm. artists across the globe who are selling a single piece that's like almost a year's worth mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like uh, of money that they can make working a job in their country. What, what was the piece that you bought? Um, it was it was so there were like 20 different auctions yeah but this it was like the final piece and there was a 21st auction that had all 20 within the one mm. so it was kind of like the final auction is that the box that you brought to yeah i did i did bring it uh-huh. uh should i should i pull it out yes yeah, you should. yeah let's, yeah. let's check it out why are my palms sweaty <laughs> <laughs> just uh hearing the kind of money it's like yeah. dave's getting nervous bro <laughs> oh my god i'm sweating right now dude yeah so i brought this because i thought it would be nice to kind of like show your audience yeah like, what, what it is let's and, like, see so he, he basically created this box uh-huh. and I was just, he, he created this box and I was like, this is, he showed it to me and I was uh-huh. like, damn, it's, it's really dope. Yeah. Um, what and the fuck am Yeah, I he like at? packaged it and you, should, you guys should just read it. Oh my it. God. Okay. <laughs> hey, be careful with it. Be careful. <laughs> no, with it. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it says on the box, the most important thing about art is to work. Nothing else matters except sitting down every day and trying. That by Stephen i love this shit this motherfucking real ass shit <laughs> <laughs> bro this is 
And then so this showcases the art pieces now. How do you turn it on? Yeah, just actually, yeah. Why don't you just you just pull it out? Just okay. pull it out. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you do the all, right, all right. My palms are starting to sweat. <laughs> so you just use this thing to pull it out right here. Um. Yeah. There should be a little. Does it say there's a hair sample in there? Yeah. yeah what, it's, what is? Uh, and I I think it says on there that it's like it's not pubes. This or is something? this dude's hair. <laughs> like his actual. That is as authentic as right. it gets, dude. That's, yeah, this that's motherfucker's a, DNA. adding a, <laughs> another personal touch to it, but... Okay, so this is the... Oh! Dude, that's sick. So, it's like touch-censored. Yeah, it just comes... Yeah. As soon as you lift it out, it turns yeah, on. Yeah, so you saw the screen was off, right? As yeah. soon as I picked it up, it just... Flickered it, all the artwork. Yeah, it, it, it flipped on. So... Wow. Yeah, so when i saw this i was like this is dope because you can have you can actually collect oh, a digital yeah. that's the QR a digital code. right item yeah i really like form. i really like what he did here that is of, fucking genius dude because it's, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of easing your way into the marriage of both worlds exactly right? like not not everyone's good. gonna understand or right. even care that right. like oh you can buy like a digital file yeah like, but then you got the qrc code right here to verify it you got the piece dude that's sick man that's sick. Wait, so so it's sick, so there's yeah. value both in the di the the digital part and the physical part. Yeah. So the the kind of like analogy that it makes is that th th they're supposed to be a pair. You know, like when you when you sell the the NFT, you basically want to make sure this comes with it, and the person that buys it is probably gonna want both. You know, mm. and so the analogy he makes is it's kind of like cutting a baseball card in half. Like you might have both pieces, but like there's it just kind of like destroys the value it's, it's, like, it's like a fucking anime where it's like there's like something that destroys the world but you need both pieces <laughs> it's not as worthless <laughs> dude my mind is fucking blown this is like some shit that i would I, f I forgot i watched like movies where you see like digital artwork hanging on the wall and, and you know it kind of seems ridiculous where they're yeah. like you it'll be like some kind of matrix shit right where it's like in the future and they go oh this is my art piece and you see this hologram or something right yeah that's what this shit is it is and like before it would you'd be like if if it was in real life before would you be like what the fuck is the point because like it's just like it's just a file that's kind of playing there mm -hmm. but now that you can like literally display like a digital piece and now you can say i own this it's it's different before you can just say oh i'm this i own this jpeg that i framed here on my tv you can actually yeah. own a digital piece. That's Holy it. shit! It's it's really like just like everyone should do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's what that... he's trying to go for. And the the people who actually manufactured the 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 frame, they're mm. called Infinity Objects. And, okay, but they're like back ordered as hell because he oh, came out course. with this. And then, like, this is like that is like one of the dope. coolest yeah. things I've ever seen in my fucking life, dude. Yeah, it's so cool. It's like there's no other word besides that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that it's you know as soon as you you pick it up, boom, it just it just, oh, it just like like I'm, my mind is blown right now. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it blew my mind. Yeah. that's why I was like this. Is but but like, here's here's the great thing. Here's the great thing about introducing like the tangible good side to it is that when you have like let's say an MJ rookie card, right? Mm. That shit is in like a, a fucking thick ass acrylic yeah. case. Yeah, yeah. It's you're not gonna touch it. You're not gonna move it. 
This, mm-hmm. it doesn't really fucking matter. It doesn't because actually. Because it's the digital file. This yeah, is just yeah. more for no, aesthetic that's, purposes. That's completely true. Like, yeah. honestly, if I lose this yeah, or like, someone it. steals it yeah. or whatever, like, it's not going to have value. He can just probably make another one. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I own the actual asset right. that is tradable. Right. Like, you can't really... You, I guess you could sell this to someone, but yeah. like what matters is the NFT. Right, right. Because that's what has like the signature. Right. That's what you could make amazing. another one of that with, because yeah. you actually have it. So yeah. that thing Yeah, he can useless. make another one of these. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's actually like, oh, the physical has become less important. Exactly. Although it's dope. It's a great but, way to showcase. Yeah, but exactly. It's not like you have to be but, so, you know, careful and like, yeah. That is so fucking cool. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's especially for somebody like me. Like, if when I have things of value, I freak the fuck out. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now, if I was like, "Hey, do whatever the fuck you want," then I don't give a fuck. I have the NFT. I'll fucking yeah. kill you with that thing. I'll use it as a murder weapon. Go ahead and take it. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly so cool. Is. I mean, it's kind of interesting that you would have the foresight for something like this, right? Because I think if somebody, you know, as simple mind as me, when somebody tells me about this, I can't wrap my head around it, right? Because I've been only been thinking in like in the traditional sense like i'm not thinking mm. like steps ahead you know but this is i mean it's just fucking, revolutionary <laughs> it's revolutionary yeah, yeah it's revolutionary it's a game changer and like i've been waiting for something like this for since I, ever since i got into crypto mm-hmm. and i was like and then when i saw this i was like it just clicked to me because like art is the way that people can start understanding about ownership yeah, for absolutely. yourself and like, absolutely and it's a universal language and too. like self-sovereignty you know yeah it's, it's art and that's uh, so i'm just like balls deep in it you know mm-hmm. that's why i put that bit in because like mm-hmm. th- I, I was just like dude this is the future like yeah like this is the guy and you know ever since like the whole world is it's the world is shook right now i like this is so insane because now i'm just like hey I, like what if what if what if these were art pieces what if this is like a large art piece on the wall and yeah, it's just yeah. digital right and yeah, then you yeah, see exactly. like the, yeah, the the code and everything exactly yeah. and you can actually say i own this yeah because yeah. these things are all digital right they're but just it's just replicas printed, they're replicas they're yeah. printed out yeah yeah so why would he why what's the whole point of having this physical piece? Like when well, you could just have the digital and you display it up and then yeah. you have the actual cert, you know, the, the NFT for it. Yeah. That's yeah. way that's way better. Yeah, no, you should go and ask the the artist. Like you should get into this and like see it. Yeah, like, Tom, I'm sure you'll be yeah, Tommy, you gotta, you gotta step your game up, bro. Come yes. on, man. It's NF, <laughs> NFT the fuck out of here. shit no, but, but Especially a guy like Tommy, because he his medium is, is digital. digital. Yeah. He does everything yeah. digitally. I so. want I want my NFT, I bought this. It was 46 out of 50. And you fuck, I, I have this. I want the authentic, authentication. I, I, I want the authentication immediately. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as crazy as it might sound in terms of like what you actually bid and paid for it, probably it's a great fucking investment though. Yeah, you so like I mean? when I bought this, like yeah. I didn't share it with anyone. Yeah. I, I just like bought it and I just stayed quiet. Yeah. Because like... Honestly, like it, at the time, if there were people that I knew that, mm-hmm. that you know, my acquaintances and friends, yeah. like if they had known or like found out that I dropped 700 grand yeah. on a JPEG, yeah. Yeah. they'd be like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like, <laughs> like you fucking out your mind, boy. <laughs> like, he's just throwing money away, yeah. you know? And like, that's at the, like, that's i feel like how people would perceive it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um without fully grasping the gravity right you just it. didn't want the attention yeah i yeah. didn't want to i didn't want that to happen yeah. I, so yeah. i just kind of yeah. like stayed quiet yeah. and um and like you know even after buying this i 
even with the whole community like yeah. on twitter everything's happening on twitter right. the whole community it's, right it's, it's it's awesome like yeah it's such a vibrant like inspiring mm-hmm. like everyone's so motivated right now yeah um like I just kind of like kind of kept to myself, but like after I started connecting slowly, and then people actually reached out mm-hmm. and had told me like that was a great buy. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, and they're like, yeah, I feel better. I feel fucking better. Um, do you think this is already like appreciated in value since oh, you bought absolutely. it? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. it has. Like I've got an offer that's that's been like quite high that oh I rejected, my. and you're like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <laughs> I rejected like, it because to me, it just has such sentimental value. You know? I mean, this like, is your first like major major purchase. Dude. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's something. You're, I mean, you'll. Yeah, yeah. I mean, By the way, I don't I don't spend my money recklessly. <laughs> like, like um, this is different. No, no this was, is this was yeah, a passion yeah, yeah. move. It yeah, was a yeah, passion yeah. move. Let's let's be clear about that. Yeah, it's yeah, not like sure. you're just some fucking trust fund baby, you know, who just got all this yeah. disposable income and be <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, seven hundred seventy thousand here, you know, eight hundred thousand there. I just fucking throw it away. Yeah, this was like something you believed in. That, like you said, you were looking for it to happen, and it finally did in 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 this way. Yeah, you know? and this guy, he's just such. He's a great guy, like mm-hmm. Mike Mike Winkleman. People, mm-hmm. he's just he. All of his work, he actually puts out a lot of it. He just puts out for free, yeah, just to yeah. help others, and just learn, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. use. You know, I'm so, just... I'm so shocked that he makes an art piece a day. And I saw some of his stuff, like in that article. I'm yeah, like, no, how the every fuck single do you piece do is was done in like two hours or less, or how? around like that time. The amount it's of, crazy, He's, dude. To not get burned just, out, to, to like have your creative juices flowing every single day for 13 years, just always on. That's an incredible yeah, he's, feat, man. He's that's, he's insane. That's an incredible he's, feat. He's crazy. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people respect him. He's just he's a legend. And and like how obscure his art is when he just looks kind of like your like I said a Bill Gates. You know, like that, that's what a lot of articles are saying, right? He looks like your Bill Gates type of guy. But then the I art. I don't even is... see that, but but yeah, apparently people are saying that. I'm like, yeah. Oh. This, looks... is, this is like so cool. Like even for like specifically for digital photography now. Yes. Yeah, you know? even yes. there's there's a platform called ephemera.com. Mm-hmm. Um but they're focused on lens-based NFTs. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's amazing. Yeah, you know yeah. because that's that, that's like the sad part, right? You'll see like people's photos, like say for somebody goes all the way to the Appalachians, they take this photo, right? And it just gets shared fucking everywhere. And that guy, <laughs> yeah. and then you don't know who the fuck the person <laughs> right. that froze his fucking pussy off and balls off or some shit, depending on who it is, up on a fucking mountainside. Yeah. And you just see this picture and people just scroll right through it. It's yeah. like, well, hold on a second. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's really dope. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I think it's going to help people kind of like take more time looking at a mm. digital piece too. Mm. Because... You know, people see things on Instagram that's like really dope, but probably they're just like, look at it for a sec. Like, all right, next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like artists spent a lot of time like really that's... making a like a piece. Like yeah. maybe there's like many, many underlying messages behind that. You right, know? right. And if people are like buying this stuff for like a considerable amount mm-hmm. because they actually have taken the time to look at it, other people are going to see the same. And I, I think, and mm-hmm. you know, if they're, I, I, I see the future of like, art galleries starting to have like digital frames mm. and then they like these galleries also bought start buying pieces mm-hmm. and they display it mm. and honestly like i i love seeing like these digital pieces and i think when i go to a gallery seeing like really dope digital pieces would be really like compelling for me to go and like mm-hmm. and check out because I, I think it's really cool yeah but yeah but like on instagram people me myself included like a lot of times i'm just like eh. 
scroll through. Yeah. I mean, and that and that's a, kind of the sad thing about like digital art is that it just gets mixed in with all the media that's out there, all the digital media, you know? And you, there's so much shit that's like fighting for your attention that yeah. when you just look at a digital piece, you might not have the same frame of mind of, of viewing that piece like you would, let's say, if you walk into a gallery. Like there, you're you're there to really appreciate the art, whether it's like a solo artist showcase or like multiple artists. You're there to like look, consume, really look at the pieces and, and, and think about things versus, oh, that's a dope piece. Next, 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 right? Yeah, like yeah. a dope piece mixed in with like, you know, oh, we're partying. Oh, we're at the beach. Oh, we're <laughs> eating at this nice restaurant, yeah, right? Yeah. And then so it just becomes one of those things. You know what I mean? But then like yeah. to bring value into it bring like authenticity into it uh scarcity into it because that's a big thing right scarcity scarcity as well right yeah Yeah, that that creates value you know Mm -hmm. then now it's like oh you got to shift your mind a little bit now maybe you want to pay attention here you know maybe what you're looking at is is by an up-and-coming artist or already a dope artist that you want to pay attention to and and like follow um because yeah like i said before since money's involved in this, it's going to attract, you know, people who aren't like art aficionados too, right? People mm. who are just looking to invest or make a quick buck flipping it. Yeah. And then you're going to bring the corporate world's going to come into here because, you know, they're going to see an opportunity that they're not going to be able to pass up on. And so there is going to be dilution that happens for sure. But even still, just the fact that now the technology and the platforms exist for artists to be able to get Fair compensation for their work, fair value for their work. Um, it's incredible, man. It it's is really amazing. It really is. It's it's mind blowing and yeah. it's beautiful. Like I just I love it. Like I yeah. just I I love the idea and like I actually like started a charity to to help um, give grants to oh wow. to artists that don't have any recognition. That's sick. Mm. That's sick. Yeah. That's so that's what I've I've been busy with lately and like okay. So and, that's how you're trying to like progress that movement is through your charity now. Yeah. So uh-huh. after this, you know, yeah. like the whole world is talking about it right now. At mm-hmm. least the people like behind the scenes that are like all like all musicians, mm-hmm. all DJs, they they all know about it. Yeah. Like they're all scrambling, like trying to figure out like right. how do we how do we be part of this? Right. Like we can't we can't miss out. Um, yeah. And like I'm sure corporations are are gonna come in and ever and whatnot. But and but the thing is like people who have already made money, like that's not why that's not what i bought this piece for you know mm. like this is empowering creativity and it's for for the independent artists you know and so it's kind of like a double-edged sword you know like as as this progresses like there's going to be all, like the influx of, of every kind of facet of 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 interest um so i just wanted to really make sure that it's this progression is still like you know healthy and mm. and just like helping people out. So what's the name of your uh your foundation? Um, it's called Sevens Foundation. Sevens. Yeah. For and, the... and it's set up like people find it online. Yeah, it's uh-huh. uh I got I got a sick domain name. It's Grants Art. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm <laughs> that's, like, like that's that primo right. Just <laughs> that the domain value yeah. of that. Well, you yeah. know, I'm sure you're gonna have people offering you money for that. Yeah, but um yeah, so that's it's uh. It's something, yeah, something I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. And we actually had applica- we opened applications around less than two weeks ago, and okay. we've already had like six over six hundred applicants. Wow. And it's it's wow. yeah, it's been how super are you getting exciting. the word out there for for people just on to, Twitter, just on Twitter. And um, we, so we have like a committee of uh, of people who have kind of been like 
prominent in the mm -hmm. space already mm -hmm. digital artists and mm -hmm. they're kind of like also promoting it and it's uh, kind of like a collective effort so just make sure this is like a healthy like you know authentic thing that's yeah. empowering it's kind of cool too because when you when i see like let's say a new movement in digital art where people get more recognition it's it's also cool because people who still do physical art there's going to be people who are who love that and that's going to appreciate the value of physical art as well right yeah. it's like oh i don't do fucking digital art i do physical art still <laughs> and those fucking people are are going to be snobs and it's going to put their value up as well too so it, it kind of works for all artists on all ends yeah it does and because like the physical like physical art can really make use of an nft like they can create an nft for a physical piece that they did yeah and just attach a qr code on the back right right and then now you have like an authentication marker mm -hmm. but it's just the, the the physical piece is the same but you yeah. can now like have like a global marketplace at your access right awesome right. you know so that authentic the authentication part is so much easier than i've been watching what's, what's that show the fucking pawn star shit right and they uh -huh. have to authenticate this japanese samurai sword <laughs> they got to get this fucking white dude yeah. <laughs> you know, to, to authenticate a japanese sword and then he has to break the hill he has to see stuff and he's basically guesstimating you know he's making he's making guesses he goes oh this was from this this japanese woman's pussy here and it bound, <laughs> it bound up the hilt you know it's like how do you know these things yeah. you know and then he has to guesstimate how much it's worth but instead yeah. if you have a qr code it's like this is authentic yeah. there's no other way yeah. you know no yeah. second guessing it it's just yeah. a scan and boom there it is yep. verified yeah it's so there's a lot of plus sides for yeah. for physical for traditional artists it's it's you know uh kind of like the blue check mark right next to your mm -hmm. name it really right? is like how much value is that worth to oh you? man i'm gonna start right i'm gonna start cracking up then when you have like influencers who are like shitty at art they're gonna like I got I, I have to authenticate well, Logan this. Logan Paul, bro, he made his own NFT. He <laughs> he fucking made two million. Wait, what? How does he make an NFT? What does he? What I, does he I don't know what he did. What 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 the piece was? Are you familiar with that? Yeah, I actually yeah. bought one, but oh, I, didn't, did. I didn't actually think like more of it. I was just like, okay, like this guy yeah. is popular. Might, might as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it, you um, know, like he was obviously cashing in on the craze. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and and so he. He made what I think two million over the weekend, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. What was the NFT for? What was it? It was just just an NFT. I don't. Like, I don't recall what was the details. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like I, I was. I literally was just like, all right, like maybe it's a maybe it's a piece of history, like uh -huh. whatever. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure what the piece was, but yeah, this guy he he cashed in on that quick <laughs> as That's soon as like it started percolating. And then I was like, All right, I'm yeah, Logan scribble. Paul to create his own NFT. Yeah, I'm going to scribble something and I'm going to take a photo of it. And that JPEG is going to be. <laughs> and you guys go, take this. Now, here's the question is like, obviously this thing, this space is going to grow. And, you know, more and more people are going to find out about it, learn about it, participate in it. Um, but with the kind of the hype that's around it now, do you think it's actually harmful to the movement in terms of like creating too much hype and in like a bubble in a sense of like all of these people coming in thinking oh shit this is where the money's at you know yeah. let, let me fucking buy up all of these things that are pretty much valueless but it's perceived as value because of the hype yeah you know yeah. but then once that bubble pops probably 90 percent of this shit's going to be worthless yeah I, right I, I can see that yeah. yeah but that's art in general though there is no general marker for what the value of art is it's created by people yeah you know what i mean <laughs> it, but, it but what i'm saying what i'm saying it, is like it's driven by hype right now you know like it's really driven by like dollars yeah and, hype and, and popularity yeah i do think a lot of things that are being sold are are overvalued mm -hmm. because like a lot of 
a lot of the so there's a platform called nifty gateway that has kind of been like like the the pop and popular one mm-hmm. um that's actually the the site that people mm-hmm. drop his things okay. on and like there are people who are coming in with shitty art it's like objectively shitty you know <laughs> yeah. it's <just> like, <laughs> this, is, this is shit yeah and like um it's you could tell that they didn't really put the thought into the art mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and just because of their clout like it's being bought up like crazy mm. well that's what i'm saying like this you know? is gonna be with these influencers yeah they're yeah. gonna scribble some shit yeah and with their clout yeah so yeah. definitely like i definitely would caution people like just to not buy things because honestly like i really i don't know never mind, never mind. um <laughs> i was gonna say something but no all right um i i lost my thought now oh <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, there's gonna be people that are that are gonna be coming in and like you know making a cash grab. It's like a cash yeah, grab, you yeah. know. And like um, when you when you buy these pieces, it, you kind of want to see it as like a long term thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like that's th- there's a lot of people also like flipping, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I I used to be like uh, like you're you're flipping like, but I I can't really knock it because it creates a market. Yeah, it's an economy, know? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it creates an economy. And there's for people it. who are flipping who have never had the opportunity to make money like this before and mm-hmm. you know they're cha- it's changing people's lives so yeah. it's just like damn you can't you can't knock their hustle yeah exactly yeah 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 i think the, the cool thing is because i mean I only, <clears throat> i'm only based literally based off this doc that i saw and how art is curated mm-hmm. like physical art and it's literally just a bunch of rich people sitting in rooms saying this is worth a million yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's just how it works yeah. you know but yeah. i think the difference is here it's like even if it's like some fucking social media fuck right he has garnered an X amount of followers and, the, and he has like this ba- kind of like this social currency that can actually turn yeah, into yeah. currency. Mm-hmm. So that to me is more viable than this fucking millionaire buying this fucking piece from this French dude saying, I bought it for a million. And then they're like, oh, so they must be worth the million. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. actual, some tangible value that you could see to it. Even yeah. if it is like that, like Logan Paul, right? Well, he actually has a following. So it makes sense for him to create something, give an NFT and then give it value because he has a value in the society yeah as long as he has a brand and a platform it'll have value yeah yeah right? so i see that being more viable than this, these other art pieces like when i because i was curious about well how the fuck why is this because i went to the the broad right which i was calling the broad and people shit it on me for that. <laughs> yeah. why the fuck did you spell it broad then bitch yeah. <laughs> so I, I go there right i, I go to the broad yeah <laughs> oh, motherfuckers they, you made me feel so stupid <laughs> so I, I go to the I go to the broad, right? Sir, it's the broad. Okay. Like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> All right. And I go there and I see this piece of paper on the wall and it has, it's in charcoal and it's six dicks <laughs> that are drawn. That thing was worth $2 million. And I'm like, how? How the fuck is that worth $2 million? Right. And I look at this other wall and it's just somebody, it looks like what kids draw on a desk on this huge piece. And it was worth like 10 mil. And I'm like, I, I don't, how, right? And I can't wrap my head around it. And I'm looking into it and I'm lo- researching what it is. It's like some bullshit explanation for why it's worth this amount of money. Like, well, who the fuck was this? And you just look it up. It's some fuck that bought it for this amount of money. And he, that's how he gave it the value. And that was it, you know? 
And so when, when I see that, it's like, it, this is ridiculous. I drew charcoal dicks when I was a kid all the time. <laughs> like, like, why is this person? Char- like, like super bad drawn dicks. Yeah, yeah that's what I was, I was doing yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. all day. <laughs> and I got in trouble for it. <laughs> so when I hear this, like even like Logan Paul, like he has some type of social currency in this world. So when he yeah. creates something, there's some type of tangible tangible backing for it. Yeah, for so sure. It makes more sense to me. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing about art, and this is true throughout like history and the entire existence of mankind has always been sub- subjective, right? You can't like, you know, I, I know earlier you just said it's obde- objectively shit, right? But somebody might look at that and and think, wow, this is really amazing or or like, wow, this is cool. And and it's like, nobody can say whether or not they're right or wrong in their opinion of that. Yeah. Like I, I, that's always been what's the most beautiful thing about art to me is mm-hmm. that it can be perceived in so many different ways. There's not like a set formula to determine what is a good art piece and what is a bad art piece. Hey, yeah. Those charcoal dicks. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. No, I mean, look, man. Look, man. Like me, me coming from a God musical background, believe me, like I, there would be shit I would hear and I'd be like, that's objectively shit. Like that yeah. is terrible fucking music. That's mm-hmm. terrible songwriting, terrible production. But yet they might find an audience for it. And and who am I then, yeah, like right. to, to to look at that and shit on that and say that's objectively shit? No, I, all I can say is that's subjectively shit to me. To me, that's shit. But you know what? If somebody else finds value in that, bro, right? I I, you know? I I crack the fuck up. There's like these group of like influencers, right? Um, one of her, her name is is like Leanne, Leanne B, mm-hmm. and she started showing off her art. And this is like a very beautiful girl, right? Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Her art is the shittiest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Like I'm talking about, she gets she like taped up a piece of board and spray painted it like gold, put gold flakes. It looks it looks like cheap shit that you would find at TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But because she has a huge influence, people are like, "You're so talented! Right, right. I can't believe you created this!" And I'm literally dying laughing because yeah. I'm like, "These kids are dumb as fuck!" Yeah. Like, how can you? And I think she sold it for like ten thousand dollars. I mean, I'm that's like, yo. That, that's the thing, though. It can be like really a self fulfilling prophecy of like, let's let's say for example, somebody like G Dragon, right? He's a huge fucking name in the K-pop world. I mean, the biggest, right? He's known throughout the world, and he's known to be an art collector. He loves art. He loves collecting it. He has he has a pretty uh, dope collection of shit, actually. Then that leads him into being a creator himself. I mean, he already is a creator for like music, but then into like creating his own art, right? Just because of his name value and the fact that he likes fine art pieces now already makes him like a legitimate artist. Even though like I might look at that piece and think like, ooh, I don't know what the hell's so good about that. But because of his name value, because of his interest in art, because of his collection, it's like validates him as like this guy knows. Mm -hmm. And so by uh, association, he's a great artist, you know, and the pieces that he makes Mm. are valuable. You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's like itself. It can be a self fulfilling prophecy in that way of like kind of leveraging your audience or your fan base and just kind of connecting yourself to that and being like, yeah, I am talented. Look at me. I know what art is because look, I have millions of dollars worth of fine fine art. Mm-hmm. So how can I not know what good art is? And so if I make my own shit, obviously it's good. I have fine taste. 
<laughs> I need to start drawing stuff or, or doing something digitally. I used to use paint really well. I used to, I used to, I used to, <laughs> yeah, but I used to make dicks on there too. Yeah, I, did, I do the the fucking the seagull that's just a W. Oh or yeah, an M. yeah, I was pretty good at that too. Yeah, that was my yeah. shit, dude. I used to do the fucking the Jesus Christ fish. You know? <laughs> I, did, I did all. Oh my god. Now you know what I think. Like one of the coolest things is though of of like this NFT movement is that all these people who've created these legendary memes throughout the the course of the internet, right? Now they can authenticate their original file, you know? Yeah. And and, and basically make money off of that cuz that thing has been disseminated across the web millions and millions of places. Yeah, like the 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 artist who created the Nyan Cat actually oh, sold yeah. the Nyan oh, Cat I saw that. for I like saw 600k. That. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and like, and yeah, so like, basically, like something that has developed cultural currency, like social currency and relevance, right. like has value, and yeah, they, people can come out and just like it's actually sell, sell it. Yeah, could you imagine yeah. like all these artists who now like let's say even like even pop popular children's books, you know, like the the illustrator who created all that other stuff, like they ha- they'll have like like the NFT token for the first book. It's like, well, here this is. How cool is that, dude? Yeah. Like, or, or even like an original sc- sketch for an idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is the original sketch that I I did to create this yeah, popular even that. series yeah, of yeah. popular characters. Because I see a lot of value in that. Like for me, anyways, like I would love something like that, right? Yeah. So even if they did that for I don't know, like an old like Doctor Seuss piece, right? Yeah. That'd be fucking crazy to me. And even like you know, for example, like take the the person who whoever it is who created the floss dance, you know. Mm-hmm. Kids are little. That's literally the most popular dance. Yeah, you know, like kids are doing it left and right. And Mm -hmm. like, imagine if that person comes and like actually like does it him or herself and like tokenizes it. Yeah, you can. Which is um, this actually kind of coincided with me learning about NFTs for the first time. (laughs) No, 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 not the floss dance. (laughs) But NBA Top Shot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not realize that that was NFTs. Oh yeah, yeah. And then. I saw that scene blowing up because a friend of mine introduced me to it. And then he was like, dude, uh, you know, I just spent like $1,000 over the past like month and a half. So NBA Top Shots are digital basketball cards. Pretty Holy much. shit. Okay. Or, or digital yeah. clips that are cards. Yeah, right? they call them moments. Yeah, moments. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so it yeah. might be like, let's say LeBron dunking on somebody. It's like a 10 second clip. But that clip now has NFT to, to make it unique. And now you own that moment in NBA history. And that, because of that, it becomes very valuable. So like, he was like, dude, I spent like $1,000 over the past month and a half just buying these uh, NBA Top Shot packs. And um, in, in a, like two weeks, it was worth like 10 grand. And then in about four weeks, it was worth 100 grand, his portfolio of shit that he had. And so in a span of a month, <laughs> yeah. he fucking 100 x you yeah. know? How did the, what the fuck, man? And, and, and so no. when I was looking at it, I was like, okay, I can see how digital basketball cards can be like this hype trend type of shit and it's hot for a quick minute and gone. But then that was before I realized it was NFTs. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I realized it's NFTs, I said, okay, now it's making a lot more sense to me. Well, how did he get his hands on these? Like, No, it's just NBATopshot.com. So you can just buy them? Yeah, I tried to get in releases today. Uh, like I, I failed every release yeah, so far. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. I, I got in too late and I tried mm-hmm. and then the site, that's at the, 
the the time the site was just crashing and yeah when, yeah whenever so, they tried, so it they've been crash, working it out because to, they're getting yeah, more yeah. and more traffic and but they did create a good system yeah it's yeah, basically sure. you join the drop at a, at a certain time and then you get a random place in the queue and then let's say they have sixty thousand packs available um and you get assigned like thirty three thousand. then you're going to be able to get a chance to buy that like once your time your your place in line comes up, you get like a thirty minute window to make the purchase. Wow! But then if you're like number one hundred twenty thousand, just forget it. Leave the line. You're not <laughs> you're not getting it, right? Yeah. Um. But then yeah, I realized that they uh those were NFTs, and and, and so like what you just talked about, like the dance becoming tokenized, right? It is is really that. It's like yeah. you can take the even the original clip of like the dance i have yeah. a gift of me going around <laughs> on twitch of me tossing dollar bills oh that's true i've seen I've that seen that shit that's my face that's true <laughs> hey you can but then the thing is though who you didn't create that though someone created that gift of you how dare they listen, listen. <laughs> because you could you could reach out to the person and yeah. just split yeah create, create a little exactly deal here. i was like hey you can't you can't own my face dude yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah. how it works <laughs> but yeah it's it's like when i think about all of those things it's just fucking mind-blowing for yeah. me man because it's like I, I me and you we, we've obviously grew up collecting basketball cards and yeah. like you know those are so valuable even hey, shout outs to my mom who gave away my pokemon cards <laughs> that, oh, shit. Who, that are fucking worth like uh, like hundreds of thousands yeah, of dollars dude. she gave to some little fucking korea oh, that little man. shit i hated that little kid too i, I came back from college <laughs> And I was like, hey, where are my cars? She goes, oh, I gave it to that kid. I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I literally showed a picture of the card that yeah. I had. Because yeah. it was like one of those. It was when Pokemon cards first dropped. Mm. And I, the very first pack I ever opened yeah. had, a, had a first edition Charizard. Oh, this, this is when I was. This is when I was like, what, six years old. Yeah, that's six figures easy right easy. now, Easy. And I took care yeah. of I've never. I put it in the little plastic yeah. thing in a hard case. And I never touched it because I was very meticulous with that Damn. shit. And she, I had, by the way, I had two of them. Damn. And she gave both all of them away. Oh, wow. To man. some kid who was like this fucking kid that her parents are fucking bajillionaires. Wow. I was like, what the fuck did you give it? I showed my mom that what it was worth. She goes, yeah. oh, I made a mistake. I'm like, yes, you have. You made a big mistake. That collection would have changed your life. Yes. <laughs> I have to stop sucking dick for money. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn, you had two Charizards. I had two. Dude, I had, I had every, the original pack, yeah. I had every fucking card in first Holy edition. Shit. Oh, man. That's it crazy. That's oh, crazy. Because I hated when it, like, any, like, there would be a ruffle or some kind of scrap on it or whatever so i moment i took it out yeah i had it numbered individually in a binder and the the hollow ones were in the hard case though yeah i love you mother you know <laughs> speaking of nfts i actually have a jordan autograph card that had a certificate of, of authenticity to verify that it's real right but i lost that certificate of authenticity when i was a kid uh, so you know it, 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 unless i get it authenticated again that signature really doesn't have value on that card. Yeah, the card itself might have some value, but then that signature doesn't increase that value unless it's authentic, right? Now we get to offset that problem of just having a QR code, a scannable code to verify it instantly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So all this shit, man, that's happening, like CryptoKitties, they're the same guys who made NBA, NBA Top, Top Shot. Shot. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and I found out about that company and then they made their own cryptocurrency. And I was like, Holy shit, dude. That thing, I feel like it's going to blow up, you know, with the way like that that whole movement has been going. But 
I find out U.S. citizens can't purchase it. And I was like, flow. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You know, I was trying to buy it at like, uh, I think $20, you know, now I think it's trading at like 35, 38. I'm like, why, why are U.S. citizens always getting shafted out of shit like this, man? Yeah. If you, if you had advice for somebody who wanted to get into purchasing NFT, what do you, what do you suggest? Like, first of all, how do you buy, buy this art? Where do you buy it at? um so a lot of the times you well nba top shots you can use your credit card yeah, yeah. so just, if you're yeah. like you know in san ba maybe you might want to buy some packs because it's, it's kind of fun yeah you know you just buy some packs they're like think like what nine bucks or something yeah and it ranges anywhere from like nine ten twenty you Depending know 25 like the rare, yeah the, the rarity, rarity of pack. the packs yeah yeah um so that, that would be a good place if you're like you know you know in san ba or want to get into nba um but uh, a big issue right now is that a lot of the 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 nice nfts are like really expensive mm-hmm. and we i i don't want that a lot of people don't want that like mm-hmm. we want this to be something that everyone can participate in you know mm-hmm. and um you know on nifty gateway that they've really they've really done well um but a lot of the pieces are now like minimum like 500 right um right. maybe a little bit less 500 dollars yeah. yeah it's like i, I and so i it's saw a bit, it's a huge barrier to entry you know yeah I saw that like you have to apply as an artist if you want to sell your stuff on there. Yeah, and then, it's really and then they hard to, like, have to approve you. Yeah. You know, and so that pretty much means yeah, if you got a following, we'll we'll you know yeah. sell your shit. Yeah. If you're nobody, tough luck, buddy. You yeah, know? It, it's like it's tough. Um, but they're really going for kind of like the the following. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't. I th- I thought it was like fine because like I I really just wanted everyone to start to know about this because mm-hmm. two two months ago really nobody right nobody knew right um now that's kind of changing so it, like it's inevitable within like within the next six years like literally every single person is gonna like hear mm-hmm. like NFT just like everyone's now now mm-hmm. like thinks crypto is like kind of legit mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but yeah like to answer your question like getting into it um there, it's a it's a big barrier to entry right now and I hope it's going to move forward but like right now um you kind of have to have cryptocurrency um the main currency the main crypto that people use to buy um these pieces is ethereum is ether because ether actually made right. it like possible right you know? right it's it's basically off of their technology right yeah, yeah yeah and um so uh there's there's going to be progress to to try to like make it accessible um but right now it's not and it's it's kind of unfortunate and that's why that's also part of the reason why i made this grants program because actually to create an nft is like a hundred dollars be just because of the cost of the net to use the network in the past it was not like this but because of how much activity is happening on the ethereum network Mm. it's just becoming like more expensive to use and so like you know a creation of an nft a mint is can range from like 50 to 150 dollars depending on the current network usage mm-hmm. and so like that's a huge barrier for entry for people who want to kind of sell their art right like right. it's huge yeah especially for if a you're a struggling artist you know yeah and like you know if you're not really familiar with crypto it's really kind of scary mm-hmm. you know and so there's got to be ways to really kind of like ease people in and mm-hmm. to, to really have more have opportunity for themselves mm-hmm. you know and so yeah it's, it's tough right now um what I hope, though, is that, like, this doesn't just become, like, a fad or, like, a trend or even worse, it, it, there's longevity with it, but it becomes only accessible to the elite. 
you know because that's always been the most ironic thing about art it's the poorest people who are creating these pieces that the richest people are buying up you know that that mm. it finds value to the richest and wealthiest people mm. and as a result it becomes only reserved for the the elite you know yeah. the one percenters two percenters um whereas the everyday people really have zero access to that world yeah and it's going to be different um mm. like look at like nba top shots yeah. you know like if you had bought them for nine bucks each that's yeah. that's kind of accessible but right like, now right. like if 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 you had bought it early yeah you would have made like so much money right and, right and it's and it's really happening a lot of people have did take that step kind of like invest in themselves mm -hmm. uh and put the, their art out there mm -hmm. and people's lives are changing across the world yeah like because they couldn't have they had, couldn't have gotten this money otherwise mm -hmm. you know and it's mm -hmm. it's it's awesome yeah and i'm sure like more and more platforms are going to pop up right like yeah. for example you have sites like behance.net where it used to just kind of be a digital portfolio for these artists to showcase their stuff, but mm -hmm. maybe it can become a marketplace now, right? Yep. Like, yeah, people would find gigs because people would find their art and then contact them to, to hire them for a gig. But then now, if you can also be have it be a portfolio of your work and work that's for sale, that could be very valuable for just the everyday artist. That's how artists. I got my, my, my logo for my shit. Oh, there you go. That shit was expensive as fuck, though. <laughs> that shit was so fucking expensive. That shit was, it was, well, because I wanted to buy, for the logo, I wanted to buy artwork for it, right? Mm. And there's this guy that I follow, and I'm like, I'm gonna see how much this shit costs, right? It was, I mean, I for a logo, people spend like, what, a hundred, couple hundred bucks, but then I was, for him, he was an artist, so I was like, how much does it cost? It's like $3,500. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> but I really like his work, <laughs> you know, and then he created a custom piece for this, yeah, for yeah. this podcast, and yeah. I, you know, I don't regret it. It's like, right. cool, yeah, now right. I was like, hey, bro, make the NFT for me, because I fucking, that's mine, <laughs> you know, it's, right? ama it's amazing, right? <laughs> you know, well, mm, hey, man, uh, what do you want to plug before you sign out? Um, well, I guess I already kind of plugged my grants program. Um, uh, is that I, is that just for like aspiring artists? Yeah, like okay. if you're if you're like a digital artist, um, aspiring artist, and you want to really get into the space, um, we're actually closing applications on the seventh. Um, so you could just literally just submit your artwork that something that you know you really like and you want to you want it to be your first mint and um hey let's draw a bunch of penises tonight in this <laughs> man we're gonna get tonight so fast he's gonna already know who's it from <laughs> yeah, we'll, use, we'll use the pseudonym you know, because i know who the fuck this is dude. except <laughs> it's just gonna be my name backwards divad us it's like yo come on guys <laughs> But, but, cool. but you said on Twitter is where they could find where most of your, where you do most of your communication, anyways, right? Yeah, like the whole like NFT community. Twitter is the the most exciting area. So what's your Twitter? So, uh, my Twitter is uh, illist i l l e s t raider r a t e r then underscore because apparently someone thought of that before me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. And then and then the site again for your your foundation. And that's uh, Grants Art. Grants Art. Yeah, and I'm just really excited for that. So mm. I I think it could really help and change people's lives so yeah dude. Yeah, i mean this this so is excited. like exciting man it's yeah. really exciting to like learn about it at i i don't want to say infancy stage exactly but it's still kind of yeah, there yeah, you yeah, know? yeah for sure yeah cool there's a lot of opportunity yeah well that wraps up this episode you guys can find the genius brain podcast every thursdays and sundays uh you can find ed at ed uh, Edric, Ed too. I'm about to say Ed Parvi. I keep saying that. You got fucking Eric. No, too many ads, dude. Uh, all right, I'll speak for myself. You can find me at Ed Two Instagram Secret Society. Also, cop the gear. Uh, Brain 15, 15 percent off for first time customers. 
Yep. And we'll see you all next time. Peace. Peace.